everybody. Welcome to Executive Talk. My name is Maurice Washington. I'm your host. I want to welcome everybody here in our studio audience and also those that are here online. Today we're going to uh, do part two of our series, Success Unspoken. Uh, the reason why we're talking about success right now is this is the time of the year that success always comes to mind. Soon as the holidays are over, soon as Thanksgiving is over, we, we come into Christmas season. The first thing we think about is how was our year? Did we do well? Did we achieve what we wanted to achieve? So success is one of those things that kind of plays us at this time of the year. Again, with the spirit of everything during the holidays, we always want to think about our business success. And as we approach 2016 into a new year, it's one of the things we want to solve first and foremost. So today's topic is called awareness. We're going to typically in your business model, you guys always heard that um, little acronym SWAT, which is your strength, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Last week, what we discussed and what we dealt with is we dealt with the weaknesses and also threats of success. Today, what we're going to deal with is we're going to deal with the strength and opportunities. How can we turn success into a strength and opportunity? So before we get into this, we want to go ahead and um, divulge some truths about success. We all experience success in our lives. So no matter how you feel about your business success right now, we've all experienced just in personal business, whatever, we've experienced some level of success. Even survival, the fact that we're here right now today is success and survival of life. So we've all experienced success. Now, when it comes to business, it's hard to quantify. The easiest way that we try to quantify success in business is through our revenue. The higher, if we reach our revenue goal, we can actually quantify the fact that we were successful. But if we haven't quite reached that, that um, revenue goal, typically what we're doing is that's that moment where we're saying, well, we're not quite there yet. We, I don't think I really reached success yet because it's not that number. But success gives us that immediate return on saying that we're, we're headed towards the right direction. So one thing that we discussed last week is we, we discussed the mindset regarding uh, success. Typically what we do as business owners is read, read, book, read books such as Bill Gates and also Steve Jobs. We want to read those books for a couple reasons. For one, to understand their life story, their biography. But then the second part of that is what is their mindset? What, is the, what was their mindset that allowed them to get so deep into their business and have that level of success? So part of that reason, again, is the mindset. And it's a very important thing. So the first thing that we need to recognize as business owners is your thoughts regarding success are found in the very beginning, in your mission statement and also in your vision statement. That's where your level of success and what you see success for your business looks like. You don't go to a personal trainer without a level of what you want the end result to be. You're, you, when you talk to your, uh, your physical trainer, you talk to them from a standpoint of your mission and vision on what you see success as. Your mission and vision statement cover the who, what, when, where, and why issues of success. That's the, that's the reason why everybody tells you, make sure that you have your mission and vision statement on, on paper. Make sure you have it written down. Make sure you have it typed up. Because it covers the who, what, when, where, and why of success. Now, you, one would think, if you have all these questions answered within the mission statement, why is it so hard? Why is it still so hard to achieve? My thought process when it comes to success is it's not so much of those other statements, the who, what, when, where, and why issue, because we cover that in our mission and vision. It's more of a how statement. 
Success and the problems with success is becomes a how issue. Once we understand what we want to do, how do we achieve it? And then that's where the real true battle begins. Because it's, it's, one, it's one thing for us to say, hey, this is what, this is what we want to do. But if we don't know how we're going to do it, it becomes a very difficult pattern in our life. And then business becomes its own thing. So I feel like our mindset needs to understand that success is guaranteed. If we can get to this place in our mind that says success is guaranteed, that is the first point. Would you guys, would you guys agree that success is guaranteed in your life? No. No. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's very true. I like that. So the reason why I say success is guaranteed is whether it's good or bad, depending on the decisions you make, there's a success to the end of that decision. So this is, this is my belief system around success is guaranteed. It needs your mind. Your mind is your first barrier and it's the first protection point that you have in order to really try to achieve success. Have you ever gone about your day, you're trying to do a new project or add something new to your business model? And you talk to one of your trusted friends and they say, that's a horrible idea. Why would you ever do it? Now they're not gonna tell you in that terms, but you know the gist of what they're telling you. <laughs> so what there, what's happening is, what, what does that do to your mind? It stops you cold turkey. If you're not completely sold and your mind's not completely strong, there is no, that level of protection is gone. Next thing you know, doubt comes right in the way. So once you understand that your mind needs that strong entity, it becomes your protection, then your body can actually make particular movements. If your mind doesn't agree with what you're doing in your business, if you need to make 20 calls per day, and that, that's your success trail in order to start generating the revenue that you want and that you want to achieve, your body will tell you, I'm just going to make no calls today. I'm going to make two calls and I'm going to do the worst job I can possibly do at it. You know what, I'm going to have bad time, time management today so I don't get to those calls. That's what, if your mind's not completely sold on what you're doing, then your body will do everything to do what your mind tells it. But if your mind is sold, then your body will say, okay, I'll start with five calls, then I'll do 10 calls, 15, then 20, until it becomes a habit. So then your body understands and it resonates, these are the activities that we need in order to make this success factor. Then your soul needs to, needs to agree. And that's the purpose that you are absolutely in your purpose and you're doing exactly what you should be doing. That social media is what your, what your skill set is. Marketing is your skill set. And if you're sold on that, then nobody can move you through. What about trust? You have to trust that success is for you. You absolutely have to trust and believe that it is for you. Success needs a purpose. How many things have you done random in your lifetime and how long did it take for you to stop doing that random thing? It probably took five, 10, maybe an hour. But randomness doesn't, there's no consistency with randomness. But with purpose, it allows you to stay the course, no matter what. And no matter what means that you're gonna have your good days in business. No matter what, you're gonna have your best days in business. You're gonna have your best month, your best year. But success needs a purpose so you can stay the course. Success also needs perseverance, which perseverance in our world is willpower. There's going to be some times when clients are going to test you. But do you have the willpower and that perseverance 
when all these things are in agreement, you will have the, the perseverance in order to go through that thing. And what you're ultimately looking to do is become a non-negotiable entity. As you're walking down the street, as you're going into your next appointment, as you're sitting into somebody who actually doubts your ability, you don't doubt yourself. You're looking to become a non-negotiable entity. You know your craft, you know what you're doing, you know what the reason is, you know what you're supposed to do. And when you become that non-negotiable entity, it creates an emotional and mental brick wall. So as you're walking down, and again, as somebody approaches you with the wrong information, then you become a, a human filter. Somebody can tell you, no, I don't think social media is the right time for this. But if you know specifically in your heart and mind and soul that this is what it is for, you go through that and you become non-negotiable. And that's what success needs from you. So I feel like part of this mindset when it comes to success is we need to understand fear. How does it play a role within the whole success journey in your daily activity? Can fear uh, penetrate an emotional and mental brick wall? Would you guys say yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, my thoughts are no. <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can always disagree. This is, this is talk. This is part of business ownership. This is what we need to actually understand. So what I'm saying in this statement is if we actually have a wall and we're, we're a non-negotiable entity, think about if you're really skilled at football. You practice all your life and you go out into the field and you go out and do that particular function within football. Do you question yourself? Can anybody come to you and say, that's a horrible, don't, that was a horrible pass? If you played it all, you all your life and you know your craft, you're a non-negotiable entity. You can't be moved from what you know. So that's that emotional brick wall. And I feel like fear is an actual virus. Okay, we take flu shots to keep from getting the flu. Because, and maybe, maybe, maybe you don't. <laughs> so with that flu shot, if you take the flu shot, what you're trying to prevent is, you're trying to prevent the flu from making you sluggish. You're trying to pre prevent the flu from taking you out, you know, three or four or five days and taking you out of, out of your course. So that's the thing, thing that fear does. It's a virus, it will constrict you. As soon as fear starts to set in, it will constrict your mind, which again, if your mind starts leading the rest of your activity, it will constrict your body. So when you're supposed to make the phone call, what do you do? You don't make that phone call, do you? Then you become negotiable. You're like, ah, oh, no, not today. I'll do it tomorrow, I promise myself. I know I'll do it tomorrow. When you know good and well, that's not what's gonna happen. In order for fear to um, exist, it needs an entry pathway. That entry pathway, the first and foremost pathway that it goes through, it doesn't go through your body, it goes through your mind first. As soon as somebody can tell you, no, don't do that, and you, fear sets in, it's already a virus, it's already spreading through your body. You, you start to doubt yourself. And I feel like fear is a foreign emotion. The reason why I say fear is a foreign emotion, when we're little kids and we um, were trying to learn how to walk, how often did you think about if this is the right step? You didn't. You just kept on going for it until you, until you fell on the ground a few times, you got up and tried again until it became a habit. So that's the thing about fear. It's a, it's a, I feel like it's a foreign emotion. 
It's something that's kind of created within us. When we hear we can't, we shouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. When we hear that over and over again, then it, it starts to infiltrate and we start to be, it starts to become part of our existence. Success is energetically driven. One of the definitions of success is the attainment of popularity or purpose. Again, very often we don't look up these words of success and what they mean, but there's three different, three various uh, definitions for success. And one of them is the attainment of popularity or purpose. So let's think about the word attain. It starts with the attainment. Let's just take that and break that down. Attain means to su succeed in achieving. Something that one desires and has worked for. The act of attainment is a verb. So it's an action-driven entity. Success needs action all the time. It needs energy, it needs action, it needs to feel alive all the time. So when we feel like success has passed us and it's not for us, the first thing that we have to question is what are our actions towards success? That will give us our direct answer since it's the attainment of popularity or purpose. So how do we turn this applicable activity? How do we turn this into an applicable activity? And this is where we go back kind of in the body because we talked about the mind, body, and soul. So if the body is where we need the activity, because again, we got the mind understood, we know that's what we're gonna do, then the body, we need to expose success habits. You know, part of human, human I don't know, lifetime is that we need to see things on a regular basis. We need to see ourselves doing certain activities so we can actually feel it. It's one thing to have our mission and vision, mission and vision statement set, set apart, and that's for the future. But our day-to-day, -day, that's kind of that level of instant gratification that we're on our way to our future goal and that our future success. So what are the visual aspects or ingredients? So some of the ingredient key words that I have for you guys, and you guys heard them all, all the time, you guys probably say them on a day-to-day -day basis, but persistency, consistency, character, customer service, delivery, time management, task management, personal development, problem solving, and also system management. Those are some of the ingredients, those hardcore ingredients that your business model needs. Without these, without these, and the reason why we always say these words because these are actually action items that your business needs. Without your activity, without you working your business, it's still just a stagnant entity that you registered through the state of Colorado. But with your, acti with your activity, with your consistency and your delivery and your time management, et cetera, et cetera, it makes your entity become a live, breathing thing. So I want to go ahead and give you guys this kind of graphical point of view of, let's say you scaled yourself on a one to 10 on your consistency, persistency, time management, and all those areas that we just discussed. How would you rate yourself on your consistency? Let's say you're at a 10 and your persistency, they're close relatives, your consistency and persistency. So let's say you're at an eight when it comes to your persistency and consistency 10. You average out in that area around about a nine. But then you have this blaring time management where you're about four. Now, would you think that this actually, this time management messes with the consistency and persistency part? It might actually get in the way. It might make you question 
if success is for you. Because of these characteristic factors that your business needs, it is questioning, well, man, is success for me? It makes you question something that's already ingrained in you. But then your problem solving ability is off the charts also. So then sometimes what you, look, what you see is you see a lot of fluctuation within your days. Some days you're really on. Some days you're really off. Can, does, if success needs consistency and energy, and if some days you're on and some days you're off, not to say we can't have bad days, but where's, where's the, where's the, what's getting in the way of that? Those are, that's the reason why we have to really figure out what our measuring tools in these areas of our business are. And I want to take you guys kind of down to business success or a business story. And this is the relationship with success. Last week, what we talked about is we need a relationship with success. And the visible relationship with success comes in our annual at this time of the year. Because this is the time that we look back, we look back into January all the way to December to see what that looks like. One of the most visible ways to actually see what it looks like is obviously through your annual revenue, you know, what your, what your end of the year was. But also think about your fluctuations throughout the year. Each month, you've had, everybody, everybody's had this at some point in their business, especially when you first started your business. And sometimes it could still be happening now as you're trying to figure out what you need to do. But this is typical of a business, business ownership. In January, okay, you're starting off, everything's quiet, you're trying to, you got your goals, you're ready to go. Then you go just off the charts. You can't, you just, nobody can stop you. You've already said, you know what, I'm not going to do what I did last year. Okay, that's everybody says that. Say, I'm, I'm not going to ever do that again. So what you do is not do that again, and you start taking off. It starts to work out for you. You feel really good. And then lo and behold, you reach a, a level of pinnacle, and then you say, man, I'm already starting success. I can, I can take a couple of days off. I'm taking Friday and Monday off extended weekend. Yay me, right? So then that yay me goes back into your old habit in here, right? Next thing you know, now you're starting to hit the bottom again. You're like, man, what's, what's ha what happened? So you figure out, okay, let me get that same momentum that I started off in the beginning of the year, and then you kick it off, and then you go a little bit further. Then next thing you know, with that further, at this particular point, you start to be consistent. You start to keep going straight and take that, take that height and run with it. Then you notice that there's a spike in your business. Man, it's actually your business is starting to respond to you. So you notice that spike. Now, at that spike, who are you at that time? Because the spike can actually scare you because it's outside of your pinnacle. So then what you do is you retreat back all the way back into this area right here. And you're like, oh goodness, here I go again. All right, let me start all over. You spike up, you spike down, you spike up one more time, and then lo and behold, you're in your, into your slow season, which is October, November, December for a lot of people. And then next thing you know, it just keeps on dwindling down into where this becomes your story. It's not that you agree to it, it's just your story that you've created over the year. And so when it comes to your business model, your success habits and ingredients need to breed like a virus in your business model. If fear has an ability to breed into your daily habits and to your mindset, 
Success needs to be that breeding factor. Take all those words, the consistency, the, the time management. If that's your weak area, how can you make that more into a, a, an area that will work with you? That way you can at least, because it's better to at least be at a five, six all the way across the board than do the stock market thing. Recognize your plateaus. Plateaus, they're good and bad. The plateaus, if you don't work through them, that can be that very thing that's gonna have you start dwindling back down. Because there's a lot of questions right there in the plateaus. Plateaus is another success, success area. It means you need to maybe step it up a notch. Challenge yourself the next, the next level. But plateaus are just barriers as to what you feel like you're capable of getting. It doesn't really mean it's a true story. It's just what you feel like you're capable of getting. And then you start leveling out. And the only thing that happens if you level out too long is you start to dwindle back down. It's actually looking, your body and your mind is looking for a new challenge on the right direction along the same course. You know, I hear this statement a lot from professionals. And part of the reason why we're business owners is because, you know, we, we have this statement. We get bored easy. Okay? Do you need something new all the time? Part of your business story, part of this story could be, man, I did so well, I, I need something else to add to my business because I, you know, this good thing is not, not working for me. Okay? So you start adding more to the thing, okay, I need to complicate, I need to do a little bit more to do. You don't need that. What's happening with that statement of do you get bored easily? What are your key measurements? When you think about your key measurements in your business to relate to success, and are you tracking it on a monthly basis? You know, typically our business ownership looks like we're just trying to get through the day. We're trying to manage our time. We're trying to manage our family and our business and our clients and everything else, let alone take a Sunday or a Saturday and try to figure out what our measurements were for that month. So this is one of those areas that we skimp on and the next thing we know, we're saying, hey, I, I don't know what the problem is. I'm not really for sure. So what I'm going to have you guys do here in our studio audience, we're um, all going to the Facebook fan page under Executive Talk. And if you're at home, please do the same. There's four questions that I'm posing to everybody that I would like for you guys to take the time to answer. In our next week's show, what we're going to do is we're going to answer these questions. Or I'm going to have you guys answer them, and we're going to bring up some of those answers in next week's show. And we're, going to actually talk, we're actually going to talk about some of those measuring tools and items that you can use on a monthly basis in order to track your success. So one of the first questions I have out there, what are your top areas of success in your business? What are those areas that you just really seem to stay consistent with and everything really works out? The next question that I have for you guys is what tends to be your business pattern on an annual basis? And that business pattern is this. If you can explain it in a verbal aspect of, does your, business does your business pattern look like this? Are you up first half of the year, then you take a break, and then you're up again for a couple months? What is, your, what is your pattern? In your business, what areas do you struggle with success? What bothers you the most about your business? What gets in the way? that you're just definitely afraid of going through, or what, where does that struggle come from? 
And I think one of the most important questions that I can ask out of all this is what is your true definition of success? How do you see that for yourself, for yourself in, at the end of the road in your business? And that, that can be answered based off of a mission statement, um, based off a of vision. But how do you frame success? And, it's, and the reason, again, I just want to make sure that you guys understand that it it's very, very important for us to make success more of a conscious thing. I know it's conscious in the fact of money, but what is, what is, how is success affecting you or working with you? And that's really the main point of this whole segment is to make sure that we understand how does it work with or against you. In the meantime, since you're already on Facebook, you guys already know the fan page, which is Executive Talk. Follow us on Twitter under Exec Talk, YouTube under Executive Money Inc., LinkedIn, and also Instagram. In the meantime, I'd like to thank everybody that was watching online. Thank you guys for taking your time out of your day. You guys here in the studio audience, you guys look beautiful. But in the meantime, I got to get back to work. Thank you guys very much.